Hey everyone, welcome back to Tennis Picks and Bets on the Mayo Media Network. It's the final slam of the season in the U.S. Open from New York City. So we are back to bring you daily content featuring a few picks right here at the Mayo Media Network on YouTube. Before we begin, be sure to subscribe to the channel and click the bell to make sure you're getting the notifications. Football season's around the corner. There's going to be a ton of content coming out in this space around that you won't want to miss. Be sure also to like the video and drop a comment with your favorite bet below. You can also find me on Twitter at JRTweetsTennis for all sorts of tennis tweeting over the next few weeks from the U.S. Open. Well, I'm in Toronto, but I'll be tweeting about the U.S. Open. And of course, twitch.tv slash tennis. I do some live streams over there. We're building up a community, lots of analysis, lots of betting talk uh, in that space as well. As for the picks, let's get right to it. Day one, U.S. Open will begin with Tarot Daniel, minus three and a half games against Facundo Bagnus at odds of minus 108. Simply a surface comfort fade here. Facundo Bagnus, not someone who generally likes hard courts, does not play on them outside of, you know, the Australian Open, the U.S. Open, where the paycheck, you know, because he is a clay grinder and he is inside that top 100 in gains direct entry, he shows up for the paycheck as any player would the U.S. Open this year, a record-setting amount of money, which is great to see with fans back. Obviously, the COVID uh, financial limitations are somewhat lessened. And because of that, there are record amounts of money to be seen. All these clay guys are going to show up. They're going to play their heart out. They're going to try, obviously. But they're just that someone like Bagnus is just simply not that great on hard courts. He avoids them as much as he possibly can. Taro Daniel, someone who has shown more success on clay in recent times, which is surprising, something he hadn't been historically great at, but he is someone who is comfortable on the hard courts. The Japanese player, probably a little bit more of an ATP 250 to, to high-end challenger to a player on hard courts, whereas Fakuno Bagnus, again, he would rather be at high-level challengers or low-level ATP events on the clay. Not going to overthink this one. Three and a half games in a best three of five scenario more than reasonable to lay the games here of course and two of three is different but you have a little bit more of a sample size uh or sorry a little bit more time to cover this spread if your player does drop a set so again Tara daniel minus three and a half at minus 108 the second play from the men's side is pedro martinez portero on the money line a game against james duckworth now i'm going a bit smaller on this play this doesn't have to be a full-on uh, one unit play or your full normal stake. You can go a bit smaller or you can take the spread if you're more comfortable that way as well. It is a plus 188 underdog. And I think here we're finding someone who may be typecast as a clay quarter, but who's shown he's competent on hard courts as well in the last few seasons. He's got a big enough game and he, he doesn't have the leaks in his game that many clay quarters or many people who come up on clay generally have. And because of that, I think he's being very undervalued in this market. James Duckworth is pretty much a hard court or bust kind of player, as opposed to, you know, a lot of uh, clay court grinders. He is more of that hard court grinder, someone who probably fluctuates between high-end challenger tour player and low-end ATP world tour level player. Uh, but again, this is a scenario where I think we're, we're seeing the odds reflect someone who the market has as a very good hardcore player versus someone who doesn't like hards at all. And I just don't think that's the case. I think Pedro Martinez is undervalued in this spot. Uh, on the hard court. So we're going to go ahead and take a shot at plus 180 on the money line. And once again, this is a bit smaller of a play. You don't need to go uh, too large because the odds are nice enough that a smaller stake will still yield a nice amount of profit. Finally, we'll go over to the women's side on day one and we will back Annalena Kalanina minus two and a half games against Mayar Sharif. Two players who are who are going to want to be the aggressor in this match. 
the difference. Kalanin has got better form. She's more comfortable than Sharif on hard courts. Both these players prefer the clay and both had success on the clay. But I think when you have two players like this, one who is just a little bit better than the other in Kalanina, she moves better as well. And that's a big thing. Myra Sharif is a tall woman. And also, you know, she has that big serve and she can rip the forehand, but not the most mobile. And I think in this type of match where you're going to have someone on the other side of the net that is hitting just as hard as you, who will, who will be looking to take control of points just as much as you are, the small things like the movement around the court and the ability to get to balls and mix things up and have more variety, that is what sets Kalina apart here. I think this should be around three to three and a half games. I think two and a half is a bit uh, of an undervaluation here on the Ukrainian. So we're going to go ahead and take Alanina, Kalanina, minus two and a half games at minus 112 odds. That's it for day one. We'll be back again every day throughout the next two weeks to bring you picks from the U.S. Open. Again, be sure to subscribe to the Mayo Media Network and click that bell as well to make sure you get the notifications for when the new videos are posted. Thanks, guys. Talk to you tomorrow.